friend of mine told me she'd been invited to play a tabletop game with some friends. It sounded like fun, so she agreed, even though she didn't know the rules at all. When she sat down to play, it felt like the explanation of all the finicky rules and regulations of the game took longer than it took to play. There were lots of loopholes and tricks you could use to be a better player and come out on top, but she couldn't keep track of it all. There were just too many rules to remember in the first place. Sorry, guys, she said after she messed up yet again. Memorizing all these rules is kind of tedious. Her friends laughed a bit and said, but the rules are the whole point of the game. You wouldn't have a game without rules. True, you need rules, she thought. But isn't the whole point of the game that we have fun together? There are rules that regulate our behavior in every aspect of our lives. It would be impossible to function without laws like traffic laws, stop when the light is red or go when it's green, or societal rules like wash your hands and don't chew with your mouth open. Religion has its own laws, of course, commandments and precepts that help us know how to think and act. But we need to make sure we don't miss the forest for the trees and start seeing obeying the rules as the most important part of our worship. Maybe it's impossible to have a religion without instructions or commandments, but that's not the point of religion. In Romans chapter 13, Paul advises the church in Rome to stay focused on what's really important. During this time in the early church, there's a lot of debate about how best to follow Jesus. Was the law of Moses still important? What about the Ten Commandments? Which of all the rules were the really essential ones? Here, Paul quotes Jesus, as he was the ultimate expert on the gospel. Owe no man anything but to love one another. For he that loveth another hath fulfilled the law. For this, thou shalt not commit adultery, thou shalt not kill, Thou shalt not steal, thou shalt not bear false witness, thou shalt not covet, and if there be any other commandment, it is briefly comprehended in this saying, namely, Thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. Love worketh no ill to his neighbor, therefore love is the fulfilling of the law. While he was on earth, Jesus Christ taught the importance of the higher law and was the ultimate example. As the early church strove to follow and emulate him, they found that the Lord wasn't ignoring or destroying the old laws and commandments, but had fulfilled them. He freed them, putting the rules that had always been there in a larger context, that of love. Today, we still have commandments and laws, but we also have the same context. Christ remains our example, continuing to teach us just how we remember the higher law of love. Elder Dieter F. Uchtdorf explains what that example is and how we can follow it. Christ did not just speak about love. He showed it each day of his life. He did not remove himself from the crowd. Being amidst the people, Jesus reached out to the one. He rescued the lost. He didn't just teach a class about reaching out in love and then delegate the actual work to others. He not only taught but showed us how to succor the weak, lift up the hands which hang down, and strengthen the feeble knees. The Savior revealed the perfect priorities for our lives, our homes, and our communities, our nations. When he spoke of love as the great commandment upon which hang all the laws and the prophets, 
We can spend our days obsessing about the finest details of life, the law, and long lists of things to do. But should we neglect the great commandments, we are missing the point and we are clouds without water, drifting in the winds and trees without fruit. Of course, we can't ignore the commandments or guidelines we've been given, but we should never forget their source. The purpose of the law of the gospel is to help us fulfill the two great commandments, all of the laws, and anything the prophets have ever said, hang on them. And the two great commandments teach us where to direct our love and efforts, first to God and then to our fellow man. What motivates you to do what you do? Why do we pray or read the Word of God or serve others? Why worship God? Sometimes we may keep the commandments because that's what we do, what we've always done. It's a habit, what we're supposed to do. But when we're our most Christ-like, when we get closer to understanding who He is, our motivation to follow Him will always be pure love. And that's the good word. 